0: Joining us now in our studio is not Mayor Poundell, and it's it's not City Administrator uh, Ben Martin. It is uh, City Engineer David Bennett. Yeah. Good morning, David. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming in today. We yeah, appreciate that. Yeah,
1: glad to be here this morning.
0: All right, let's talk about last night. They had a, a special. Uh, I thought it was a work session, but it was a special council meeting. It was actually a, 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 a council meeting, so you could uh, actually approve things. Uh, started off. Um, I know. The, the Northfield Area Fire and Rescue NAFERS and their budget, probably not in your wheelhouse as city engineer, but uh, uh, what can you tell us about that, that it was uh, reviewed last night?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, uh, interim fire chief Tom Nelson was there. He really did a, a great job of providing some background and, and history of of kind of what's going on, um, really, since he's been in that place. Um, maybe it's for six to eight months now. Time, time is going by pretty quick. And it's really looking forward, and really, they are seeing some increases uh, in the upcoming budget year related to NAFER's operations. Part of that is driven by um, new fire recruits coming on board related to training and planning for those things. So there's, a, there's new gear, there's new training, and those sort of things that, that have to be planned for. In addition, um, you know they're they're exploring the potential to to move towards a taxing district. So there is certainly some costs related to going down that road and exploring that. So it would really move away from the the joint powers agreement between um, the Dundas and the rural and Northfield right now. So that's out there, and also um, a really a full time fire chief. So they're they 're exploring that to, to determine if they would want to move away from the, the volunteer part time uh, chief and, and go to a, a really a more full time model so those are really the the main drivers of some of the budget increases other than some utilities and fuel type things mm-hmm. that a lot of a lot of everybody 's really facing
0: and inflation is everywhere, so do they present then uh, two uh, different budget scenarios, one with a part time chief and one with a full time chief because I think that decisions probably going to be made within the next uh, oh by the end of the year at some point. Yeah,
1: I do th- yeah, so there was both options were available um for discussion and they'll be going back to the Napper's board and reviewing that and, and really coming up with a recommendation and then going back out to the parties um uh, on which option they they want to look at moving forward with
0: well it 's only July, so they've yeah. got a little time uh David Bennett is with us, uh northfield city engineer let's talk about uh there's a request He had a resolution last night to request the Northfield School District to add uh, a new ice arena uh, to their master plan uh and put a priority uh, with it that, that would all be, that would also be in collaboration with the uh, city of Northfield. Uh, talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Sure, thanks Jeff. So it's it's not really new. So back in 2017, the city um had an ice arena advisory board. Um the school district was part of that and really looked at the existing facility and the needs at 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 the ice arena. The 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 building is really um antiquated, outdated. Um it's really not, well
0: not put. <laughs> <laughs> very diplomatic
1: if you if you look around the state um I think it probably just goes back to the history and how it you know in the in the 70s it was built it wasn't for that use and then it was turned over to the city so it was really never planned to be um, an ice arena really for the long term so we the city inherited it it's been operating well for for years but it's definitely outdated so that when we worked uh, with the Ice Cream Advisory Board, it really looked at that facility and, it, and identified really short-term, mid-term, and long-term improvements really over the next 10 years, and really all those short-term improvements have been completed, so those were the smaller dollar values, but now we're getting into the the roof, the refrigeration, really the large cost items, and I think there's just been a, a struggle of do you want to put that type of capital into that poor of a facility so that's really in 2018 where um, there was a referendum for the 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 cannon river civic center so we went through a process um, and and it went to a vote for a local option sales tax to to help fund that it it did not pass i think it was around 44 percent so fast forward where we still have the facility we, we still have needs out there so the school district is a primary user with their with their high school hockey program not only is it in season but they also operate um, captains practice in the off season they run summer programming for the high school students so i th- i think we're looking at a partnership when you look around this the not only in the big 9 and and at the states you really see when you have to build these type of facilities that there's really a partnership in order to really get it accomplished cuz really building recreational facilities, there's large costs related to that. So I think this this resolution with what's going on with the high school and the study, and, um, and not only they're looking at just updates to their building, but they're looking at potentially some expansion. They've talked about a field house, new athletic facilities. We just want to you know re- let them know that we have an existing need. You're a primary user at the facility, and we really the city wants to collaborate with the school to see if we can come to some sort of... Um, Resolution on that facility to, to keep
0: that in Northfield. Now I can see where uh, the city would be interested in doing this and uh, getting, uh, you, you're right, uh, antiquated. Would be, it was antiquated back in 76. It's been almost 50 years now. Um, but I can see why everyone wants to do this. But what's in it for the school district? I mean, uh, would they uh, do they have motivation to get involved in, in, in something that, uh, you know, actually the, 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 of course the student-athletes do compete there, but it's not really a school district thing. Uh, what's in it for them? Has that been figured out yet?
1: Yeah, so I think it really goes back to to some of the, the models maybe that you see around the state where in order to build the facility, there's usually collaboration between the school district and cities on these facilities and they have they have athletic programs that that use the facility facilities we we do have um the city we do have partnerships related to recreation with the school district, so we do share a lot of facilities they do have some other high school programs that use city parks and city facilities so you know some of those are outdoors so it's not uncommon that you see partnerships and collaborations between the school districts and city
0: mm-hmm. Uh, David Bennett is with us right now. We're talking about last night's council uh, meeting and uh, about the uh, ice arena component uh, to that. Do we know? I mean, this is just an an early... reach out to the school district. I'm sure there have been conversations about that before. But do we know what this is going to look like yet? Would it be a school district? uh, There's going to have to be a referendum of some sort, whether the school district or the city or whoever has that. Uh, Would this be put in with like a a school district referendum? And it would be, would it be this year? Would it be next year? Uh,
1: that's That's a good question, Jeff. I don't think the school board's made a decision fully yet on what they want to do with the high school and the referendum i know they're having another meeting here in early august to really try to flush that out and determine if they are going to go out to to the voters and, and ask for that but i think this resolution says you know if you're looking at new athletic facilities um and you're looking at a field house you know having all these facilities combined there's there's kind of economies of scale if you have staff already there operating uh, a facility, and then you have another facility adjacent. There are some synergies related to that, so we we certainly would want them, the school district, to consider that.
0: All right. Uh, once again, David Bennett is with us. Let's move on. Let's talk about the uh, 23-24 budget. Twenty three, twenty four. <laughs> okay that's this is 22 so it's next year and the year after what uh, at this point you know we're still six months away you've got a long time to get that uh, budget to, together or excuse me five months because uh, the calendar is continually fi- uh, flipping what were you we working on last night as part of that
1: yeah jeff so really it's um it's our i wouldn't say it's our kickoff because um uh, last month we were you know we had the 2021 audit and we really kicked off um the capital improvement plan and capital equipment plan. So now we're getting in, into more of the, the budgeting focus, and we're we're just talking about what we're, what we're seeing. So a lot of our staffing costs related to that. So all of our contracts uh, related to our labor and our unions have been settled for 23 and 24. So those costs are fixed. So we know really going in, um, what those adjustments would be. And we, we're received we the cities received preliminary data based on market value for Rice County. I believe that number it looks like uh it it went up from six percent to like fifteen percent growth in the market value in the county. And really just getting into that process of of planning out um the budget for the next year
0: okay all right uh once again david bennett is with us while we have you here uh let's talk about road construction we've got the bridge done there was much rejoice that uh was i want to say quick and painless but it wasn't it was fairly painless we all kind of worked our way around it's nice to have that done
1: yeah that was uh definitely an uh uh inconvenience It's certainly really a let's call that like the heart right into the city when you come across that bridge bridge to get into downtown but it was really a necessary project. I think, have um, we seen over time making investment into the bridges is very important. Uh, we have our our project going on our street improvement project up in the really the northwest area of town. We um, we have the pickleball courts that have been under construction down in, in Riverside Lions Park. They've got um, the the net posts um, and the footings and that installed, and probably in the next couple weeks we'll have the the final. Paving done on there, so shouldn't be too far out where where the pickleball courts can open back up uh, for this later this
0: fall for use. Let's talk about the uh, northwest. Is everything we haven't really at any rate at all? It's been hot at times, but is everything on schedule? Uh, does it look like it's going to finish up on time?
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been very fortunate. Other than the heat this year, though, you know, we really haven't had much rain or anything, so the project is progressing very well. Um, they're down on. Uh, St. Olaf Avenue right now doing work. So they're pulling out curb and pouring curb back and getting that ready to go uh, for paving. So, uh, yeah, it's moving along very good.
0: All right. As far as extra expenses, you know, gas, of course, has gone through the roof. It's starting to hopefully come down a little bit now. But some of the other expenses with uh, constructions and materials and everything, has that made much of a change? Was, was the price pretty well locked in before you started? Is that going to make a big difference in the budget?
1: Yeah, pretty. Most of the projects, it's pretty well locked in. When we've been going out to bid, we are seeing um, when we're we're getting our our pricing bet. We are seeing increased costs related to the construction. So the the price is going up. You know, we're not getting. You know, we're not paving as many as many yards and as many miles as what we we typically probably could just because of those inflation costs that that we're seeing. I think that's common. Not you know, all, around a lot of the cities and counties here, and then especially in the building costs too. So, the building trades, any building work is you're definitely seeing uh, cost increases. Those are larger in the 20 to 25% range for buildings construction. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as a person who has to pay attention to that type of stuff, what does the future look like? Is this kind of a temporary bump in expenses, or do you see this as what goes up is just going to stay up? Is it permanent?
1: <laughs> yeah, 10, that's a yeah, dollars yeah. question there. That's a that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if we'll see a, a large drop. I think we won't probably see significant increases. Um, probably would be more back to more of the steady type inflation cost. Mm-hmm. Now that it has a big jump, I just don't know if we see it really dropping way back down. I think some of the pricing and some of the lumber and that some of that stuff has come back down, but we're not seeing it back down to where it was pre-COVID yeah. type.
0: I notice you're doing some work on St. Olaf Avenue here right by the uh, tracks. What all is going to be done? Uh, I've ridden my motorcycle over there recently is why I asked it. I think, why, What? how did this escape not being done before? Are you going to repave that or?
1: Yep, so uh, St. Olaf will be repaving that roadway. So we've been okay. working with the railroad and we have, um, we have the medians too um, that will help lead the city ultimately to a, a future request for a quiet zone. So we will be constructing those. It's been... Uh, I think working with the railroads it, it, it does take some time to get through and work through those agreements, so we're we're happy to keep that moving along. I, I don't know if um I think we're probably a little bit further behind related to to that. So some of that paving right up around the tracks maybe may take a little bit might be out a little bit further, but we're getting close related to that work. All right.
0: Uh Dave, is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you in here?
1: I just so we do have uh the park and recreation capital investment plan, so it's really looking at over the next ten years, uh, the investments into the the park and rec system. We have um, numerous playgrounds that are approaching twenty to twenty five years old within the city. So we will be, um, you know, getting input from the public. Probably over the next months, so we'll kind of watch for that. We'll have some press releases out to, to gather input and really planning for investments into the park and rec system over the next twenty years. Not only in just to fix the existing stuff, but um, we have been hearing related to new, new requests for items such as splash pads,
0: new baseball fields, those types of things. All right. So uh, residents out there, if you uh, care about your parks, uh, pay attention. We'll give you updates on how you can put your uh, input, get your input into the uh, decisions that the councils uh, will be making. And, uh, Dave, thank you so much for coming in today. Much yep, appreciated. Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Dave Bennett, once again, the uh, Northfield City Engineer.